Hey, grown-ups! Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. We're a vegetarian household over here, and there were tons of delicious options over at Factor. I highly recommend. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50, T-A-L-E-S 50, and use code tales50 to get 50% off. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com slash tales50 to get 50% off. Hey grown-ups, if you could imagine the perfect education for your tailblazer, what would it look like? You might say hands-on learning, small class sizes, deep reading, open discussion, and for many of us, that list includes a personal one-on-one tutor. That kind of personal attention can accelerate their grasp of difficult concepts. The problem is, tutors can be astronomically expensive, and tutor quality can vary widely. That's where Synthesis Tutor comes in. It's an educational AI that can bring your student from an average to exceptional grasp of mathematics. The tutor works like a human tutor would, slowing down in areas where they're struggling and speeding up when they're gaining momentum. Except, unlike a traditional tutor, Synthesis Tutor is always available and is just $29 a month. Visit synthesis.com slash girltales to get 10% off and begin learning with Synthesis Tutor today. Hey grown-ups, Women's History Month is sneaking up on us and we want you and your tailblazers to join in the celebration of the amazing women who have broken barriers, shattered glass ceilings, and made history. But hey, we're not just looking back, we're also cheering on the future history makers, our very own tailblazers. Here's how you can join in on the celebrating. Grab your phone or tablet and record a quick 10 seconds or less of an audio message. Your tailblazer can tell us about a woman that they admire who changed history. Or you, the grown-up, can give the tailblazer an empowering message about how they will change history. We'll feature these recordings on our Girl Tales episodes all through March. This opportunity is available to our awesome Patreon members on Team Alba or higher. You'll find the instructions on how to send us your recording on our Patreon page. Happy Almost Women's History Month. Hey, Tailblazers! I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales, a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Saskia in New Paltz, New York. Saskia, thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. Grown-ups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, Head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Effervescence Part 2, 
If you haven't heard part one yet, I recommend going back to our feed and scrolling down a little bit to Effervescence part one and listening to that story first. Enjoy! Oh, I forgot I started a pot of jasmine tea. Pardon me. Would you like some? Sure. Okay. Ah, there we are. Ah, now where was I? Mm, well, just so I can make sure I'm not lost, let's start from the beginning again. Effervescence is a teenage fairy who lives in the woodlands of... Mm, Ohio. Okay. And his best friends are three other fairies named... Primera, Sisunda, and Tertia. Tertia, right. And she's the one he calls to see if they're all at a party wearing dresses he made them. Yes, because he was not invited. And that really upsets Effer because being left out is a sore spot for him. Very sore. So his pet, a talking raven, so cool by the way, named... Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar encourages him to go anyway. You got it! Okay, so they just made the dress and are off to the party. But I have a question. How does Effer's magic work? Oh, okay. How does magic work? And how does Effervescence work with magic? I'm pretty sure it works by feeling. Magic is like poetry, you see. You pour light into a cup and then deliver it to a parched mouth. And that's the best I, or effort, too, probably, can articulate. Even though he lacked the vocabulary, he understood the feelings all too well. And that's what he worked with. Feelings spun out of thin air into fabric. So as he began to float in the air, he closed his eyes and let the feelings of his favorite things spin him around and around and around. Attaboy! Do your torso first! Nebuchadnezzar cheered. He loved this part. Meanwhile, Effervescence felt the memories of playing with dolls on a playground. Yes! Brilliant! Now your hands and arms! Effer thought of the first time he met Nebuchadnezzar. Gorgeous! Do your legs next! Effer's next memory was the joy of finding a new word in a dictionary. Fantastic! Learning to sew with spells. Almost there! Think of a headpiece! And lastly, not a memory, but a goal. The anticipation of a first kiss. Oh! Oh, Effer! It's... And just like that, Effervescence was wearing, according to Neb, the best dress you've ever made. Really? Absolutely. Effer's clothes look like they were woven out of the night sky, your favorite dreams, and the stories of the stars. It's just missing one touch. What? Me! Guffaw! Effervescence watched as his pet transformed. Yes, transformed, because how could he not have picked up a few tricks hanging out with a fairy over a decade? Into a scarf with a bow in the middle. The ends of the scarf were coated in jet black feathers. When Effer looked in the mirror, he marveled at the effect it had. He looked like he was wearing wings. The two began to giggle. It's the feeling of seeing yourself in your favorite costume when it's put together, plus the feeling of looking really fancy for special occasions. 
that kind of giggling. And with that, the two flew off to the ball and the future. Tertia hadn't been lying on the phone when she told Effervescence that a storm was brewing. It was positively raining cats and dogs by the time he reached the castle. Nebuchadnezzar had become the perfect addition to his ensemble, transforming into a covering so he could walk without getting drenched on. Even so, the wind was ferocious, and by the time he reached the gigantic wooden doors of the castle, all it took was a gentle push at the wrong time for the doors to fly open and smack the walls on either side. Whatever raucous laughter and mirth had been going on suddenly ceased. All eyes turned to the door where a shadow stood in the opening. Lightning flickered behind the figure, and a boom of thunder was like the cherry on top of a nightmare sundae. So much for slipping in unnoticed, Effer thought. And then noting how people couldn't stop staring, he said aloud, Ooh, did I do that? Wait, that wasn't his usual voice. Something was coming over him. Something new and fierce and proud. Should I do it again? Not quite, he took a few steps in and clapped his hands. The doors closed behind him. Oh no! Look at all these lovely faces! Oh! Who do we have here? Gentry? Nobility? Fairies? And of course, he gestured to the queen, Mary! Before he took another step, Effer thought, why not float? So he did. And he, well, he wasn't quite right anymore. They felt less and less like a he. So they decided to start floating and used magic to do it. They were quite a sight, gliding soundlessly across the ballroom floor. Oh, Mary, 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 look at you. Such finery. And married to a king? <laughs> you rich queen. Who might you be, Spectre? This came from Queen Mary's husband, King Craven. Me? I made her dress. Startled into speaking, the queen asked, I'm sorry, do I know you? Oh, Mary, 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 you don't recognize me? Hmm. Then Effer scanned the crowd and found who he, sorry, sorry, I'm still getting used to it, they were looking for. They pointed to Primera, Sasunda, and Tertia, and said, I made theirs, too. The three sisters looked at each other, looked at their dresses, back to each other, back to their dresses, and then back to... Effervescence? What? Effervescence? <laughs> Say it a third time, and then I grant you a wish. <laughs> what was this voice? What was that cackle that was a cackle who am i right now they thought to themselves and what brings you to us this eve the king said still on his guard the party of course don't mind me i'm just a part of the rabble especially since my invitation must have mm, slipped and fallen somewhere and now it can't get back up poor thing 
<laughs> the attendees were all hand-selected. I assure you no errors were made. Only the closest of the Queen's companions were allowed. Oh. 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 And here I was, thinking that it was only for fairy princesses. <laughs> they side-eyed the sisters and noted that Tertia looked away out of guilt. My mistake. I was under the assumption that all I needed to participate was a dress, makeup, and good hair. And now I've just interrupted everything. Where were we? Yes. Well, now that the baby has been revealed to be a girl. Oh, oh princess. Aww. We were just about to bless the new baby with amazing magical gifts as fairies usually do with royalty until your, um, spectacle. Pardon? The word you're looking for is spectacle. Your spectacle surprised us. Well, don't let me hold things up. Please, please resume. Resume. Presume even. <laughs> Primera, you first. Hmm, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. So my gift is gonna be like making sure your child is like outrageously beautiful, like stunning, like stop it, you look so gorge and she'll have like grace for days. Sasunda was next. I, uh, I give the baby the talent of the finest musician both inside and out. They'll be able to sing, have perfect pitch, and also take to any musical instrument with ease. Followed by Tertia. And I... Oh, 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 wait, hold that thought, honey. Can I give a gift too? It pains me to say this, old friend, but it really is rather uncouth for a fairy... Uh, boy, to be at functions such as these dressed as, well, as you are. It's almost, well, not almost, it is inappropriate amongst children. You really don't belong here, and I apologize for your confusion and sympathize for your embarrassment. Embarrassed? Who is embarrassing? I am not embarrassed whatsoever. And why? I like my dress. Was wearing black too on the nose? It goes with everything. Is your child allergic to sequins and feathers? I promise they're not toxic. Not nearly as toxic as the poison you grew up on that led you to make a sentence like that. I have no reason to hurt or scare anyone, at least until just now. I just wanted to be included. So for the sake of inclusion, here they pulled out a box the color of heartache. I must insist upon this blessing. If things have started to sound a little familiar to you, then that's because this is a story as old as time. Have you ever heard of Sleeping Beauty? Then you know what happens next. It's the same story. A needle, a curse, a kingdom taken by fear. 
We can skip that part and get to the next, the one right after. Effervescence is chased out by the king's guards amidst cries of terror and fury. We'll keep fast forwarding through the bits where they collect their few possessions and come face to face with their parents still in full dress. They deserve that privacy, but know that it wasn't what you'd expect. It was softer and quieter than you'd ever imagine. Their parting, I can talk about. And that ended with Effer staring back at all that they knew, parents included, watching their father, trying to figure out how to say, This place never fit you. You were always too big, too grand, but never too much. Effer's mother wished she could say, If we ever made you feel like you needed to fit in more than you needed to be yourself, then that's on us. You were always enough, exactly as you are. But words are really hard for people to get right, with or without magic. So instead, Effer's parents said, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. And then they closed the door. It was all rather, um, uh... Ooh, what's the right word? Somber. The word you're looking for is somber. Yes, somber. Thank you. And so Effer flew away on nothing but grief, frustration, and loneliness. The only goal in their mind was to separate themselves from this place that never wanted them, and to find one that did. So they became a woodland fairy for a while, which tracks because, and you can ask your parents this, most fairies do end up in the woods at some point, specifically in the state of Ohio. And it would take quite a long time to get to what happens next. That was Effervescence Part 2, written by Sai Sion, produced by Chad Shanai. Performed by Sai Sion and Rebecca Cunningham. Executive produced by Rebecca Cunningham. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Grownups, if you would like extra stories for your tailblazers to listen to, like the original Alice's Adventures in Wonderland or The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, performed by me, well, there's only one place to get it. Head to patreon.com slash girltales and join Team Dorothy or above. And grownups, you can also find Girl Tales and Cordelia Studios on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe in you. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production.